Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Ofakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at ofakind.com. Oh, and while you're there, why not order a copy of our book, Work Wife? It's chock full of conversations with amazing female partners. You know, when was the last time you got a voicemail? Like in an actual voicemail on um, your phone. I get tons of them from spammers. You do? Oh, spammers, spammers never leave. Oh, no, they do. That's right. They leave the ones where they're like, retirees can make $5,000 an yeah, hour. Yeah, I get tons yes. of voicemails from spammers. That's right. Well, you know what voicemails are better than voicemails from spammers? Even better than voicemails <laughs> from spammers? Tell me. Do share. Voicemails from our audience. Oh, my gosh. They can, yes. You can leave them at 833-OF-A-KIND, and we love them. 833-OF-A-KIND. Liz, Liz slacks us Dropbox links to them, and then we, like, listen to them on our own time, and then I'll slack about them and talk it's, about we're how very sweet charmed by them. They're, they're so charming. We're charmed. We're going to, like, play them at the end of episodes and stuff. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll have enough that we can schedule a whole episode, the voicemail episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, so rich. So rich. <laughs> Um, tell me something else you're liking lately it, um, on top of spam voicemails and regular uh, it's, a, it's voicemails. actually related. Um, ha- <laughs> convince me of that. It's because <laughs> voicemails are about your phone and I am really into these new phone accessories that we have on of a kind. We have these beautiful phone accessories from Moglia. We have iPhone cases and a wit and delight portable charger that has a mirror on it. So it is both a portable phone charger and... Uh, like little vanity mirror to pull out of your purse and put on your makeup with. You know, not to brag or anything, mm-hmm. but I've had a Moglia phone case on my phone for some time you now. Have. In fact, this is the second iteration of this particular you one have. that I have owned. I purchased it twice. And so I'm thrilled that Avakind.com is carrying Well, Moglia and before now. that, you had a tortoise shell one. This is like your third. Wasn't that one? No. I don't think so. Oh, I don't okay. know what that was. This is, okay. But this is my second Moglia one. You are an early certain. adopter of a Moglia phone case. Yeah, highly yeah. encourage it. Beautiful. They're 10% off with a code of few things. Do that. Yeah. Um, so this is, you know, things you can't put in 10 things or News things you me. <laughs> or or things you don't put in 10 things or whatever. Things mm-hmm. that we things that we are excited about that we think um, that we still want to talk about, but we haven't put in 10 things because they're probably too obvious. Or are you can't link to them. That's also a thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um mm-hmm. so what is something that checks the box this box for you, ma'am? 
Well, you can't link to a dip bar. No, you can't. Um, and, you know, I can sometimes be a reticent like party host in that like I don't always want to do it or I feel like a little too nervous about it. And I didn't feel that way about hosting the dip party that I hosted at our team meeting this week. <laughs> oh, in fact, you were so, like outrageously confident about it, I think. Extremely confident about it and with good reason because it was a hit. It was. Well, what's not to like? You yeah. bought not you bought nine <laughs> dips. Um, which, and none of them was salsa and guacamole or guacamole. Oh, yeah, and no, I was also proud of that. So one was, for example, French onion dip. Very classic. Classic. The most I, classic. I think it was the crowd favorite. Yeah. It was hell of a good brand, which I endorse. I think everybody knows the best French onion dip is the one you make from the powder and the Lipton, the Lipton. packets. Yeah, of course. Of course. But hell of Second a good, best a good is this. And, you can, and it, obviously you need Ridge's potato chips. Obviously, if you don't yeah. have ridged potato chips, I yeah. don't know what you, you can't. That's for dipping. That's for dipping. And just like a classic potato. There's I don't love a classic like just Lay's salted or whatever. But in this case, in this case, you need it. No, yeah. of course. But then there were also two vegan like fake cheese yeah. dips that were hits. Yeah. And then at the other end of the spectrum, spectrum, something that was less of a hit, but was <laughs> it was definitely served yeah. was a, a salmon mousse yeah. dip. So there was we also had pimento cheese. Oh, yeah. No, totally. There yeah. was a full I, I would say it was like French onion dip then pimento dip as we go sort of down yeah. the line mm -hmm. and then salmon mousse I would put at the <laughs> or do I put the like fake queso at the end I don't know I think salmon mousse goes at the end the fake or it's just like a total outlier it like was it a doesn't total get put outlier. on the yeah it shouldn't have been a dip it should have been a spread yeah yeah um but and yeah. Liz made the good point that it's it was more of a cracker type that's of right. dip that's um right. and we didn't provide crackers we had crudite no. and chips that's right yeah um yeah I just think next time you're thinking about just a little treat for a small group of people and you don't want to like buy cupcakes or that's something. right or like you don't want to do a fall on ice cream sundae bar yeah do a condiment bar a dip bar, dip bar. a dip, dip bar, bar. and then it. we paired it with a conversation topic that was what's the scoop you know that's right <laughs> What's the scoop? <laughs> What's the scoop? Yeah. Um, no, totally. It was great. I loved it. What are you excited about? Um, okay, here's something that you are not excited about. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. this Instagram account called Strange Planet, and it's these like alien cartoons. In the show notes here, it says controversial. Controversial. Exclamation well, points. here's the thing. You don't like it, yeah. and Thomas doesn't like and it. And I'm so surprised that you like it as much. Two as Two million do. people like it. It's not like just. It's not <laughs> like it's oh, just, it's this like tiny niche thing. Two that million I, people like a lot of things that I don't like. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, I do feel like there's a certain like. I don't watch The Big Bang Theory, and mm -hmm. I feel like it might be like that type That's of why like I'm sense surprised of humor. That you like no, it I so understand. Much. I, I, but I do. I think it is great. It's these aliens who just sort of like <laughs> um, dissect. It's just like dissects like weird things we do as humans, mm -hmm. um, basically. And it'll, like, there's one about the vacuum and yeah. just like how gross it is to see the dirt inside of it. And like, but one whatever. of the characters is really satisfied by the. The yes, dirt. of yes. course. One of the characters is very satisfied yeah. by the other dirt by the dirt, and the other character is like deeply uncomfortable by seeing the dirt. Um, and the and characters don't have names, right? No, um, I think it's really good, and it's this guy Nathan Pyle. Um, and yeah, two million people watch it, and and one of the most popular things that it does it has done is. Um, one like a one that says I crave star damage, mm -hmm. which is about like getting a sun, like getting a suntan or getting sun. <laughs> okay. Um, and <laughs> you, yep. you, oh, you chuckled. That's chuckle. interesting. I that chuckle is... at all of it. It's just not my sense of humor. <laughs> and I chuckle for your benefit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, if you start it's seeing. It's like I chuckle if like a 10 year old was like. <laughs> 
coming up with these things. I chuckle for the 10 year old's benefit because it's like, that's clever. It's clever. Yeah. Um, well, the hashtag star damage has mm-hmm. been starting to really get some get some action. So if mm. you see that start to surface, now you know why. If you ever show up at the office wearing like a t-shirt that says oh, no. hashtag the star only, damage. No, the only t-shirt, the only like Instagram t-shirt <laughs> that I will ever own, Claire, yeah. is a Quake Quake t-shirt. That's right. And you know that and that was rude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just making sure. Just checking no, in on how it is far an this obsession that has I gone. follow. Okay. That yep. feels worth sharing. Yeah. No, listen. I think if two million people like it, other and you like it, other people are going to like it. Other people like this yeah. thing. It's not just me. And you're going to keep showing it to me, I'm sure, on long subway yeah, rides. Yeah, no, I know. be like, probably. but what about this one? I, brought, I think so. I'm <laughs> I running a test. I'm running an experiment, seeing if I can get to you. <laughs> um, what else are we really excited about? Mm, I've got one that can match star damage. <laughs> yeah box cutter. Yeah, this for example is something that you are extremely excited about that I'm not sure I see the hype. It's what the a hype long is all running about. devotion of mine. It is. Um I just think a box cutter is a my favorite tool. Like everybody has a favorite tool. The box cutter. Yeah. What would you say mine is knowing me? <laughs> <laughs> knowing me as you do, what would you say my favorite tool That's a is? a really good question. I feel like you probably have like a tape dispenser that you really love, which granted mm. is not really a tool. No, but it's not. But I do have a washi tape dispenser that I like. Yeah, like but something not, like that. That's not the same at all. What's your it's favorite an office kitchen supply. tool? Fish spatula. There you go. So m- my favorite home Easy tool. Easy one. Is, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite home tool is the box cutter, which I can't believe I lived with out for so long and was opening boxes with keys. Like if you're still opening your e-commerce delivery boxes with keys, your quality of life could be improved so vastly by just opening a box. How cutter. much, what, by what percentage do you think someone's quality of life could be improved by this? A full percentage point. Wow. <laughs> because wow. I, Holy also, cow. Also even like opening boxes with scissors is not fun and you really run the risk of injuring yourself. And then with and a bot, with a, just a blade, you don't, you have, there's no, no risk because you've got two blades when you're doing it with a scissor and then with the key it's just a well, bad the key's not a, the key's I don't terrible. think anybody's arguing that the key experience but everybody's is a good using a key so in my home we have a letter opener that is shaped like a sword mm-hmm. and that's what we use to open our boxes but it, you could be but like it doesn't have a sharp blade i'm just saying no, it's fairly no it's 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 not a blade but it's a sword okay well yeah. you could I understand open, i'm just saying try it like Buy a, you know, $6 box cutter and see how much your quality of life improves. See if your life improves by a percentage point. You're you're all getting a lot of packages. I know you are. We live in 2019. No, it's true. People are getting a lot of packages. You should own a box cutter. Put it in your drawer, your junk drawer and see, and then call Or don't have a junk drawer. (laughs) Everybody's got a junk drawer. Even Tidy Tova has a junk drawer. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, leave me a voicemail once you've bought a box cutter and let me know if your life improved a full percentage point. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Recently, I just went to Jazz Fest mm-hmm. and Jazz Fest itself feels very like something you can't put in 10 things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was the 50. 50- but you endorse it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I just think it's best. The yeah. best. And I think, you know, you raise a very good point with mm-hmm. me that like the fact that I like this thing is like very... It's well, it didn't odd. even occur to me because I knew that you liked it. it had been going for a while. And like I in general, like you like cities in the American South. And like, yes, so yeah. that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But I told like the other weekend, Chris and I were doing something. He was like, what's Erica doing? And I was like, she's at Jazz Fest. And he was floored. floored. He was like, wait, Tell me why? why? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was, and I was like, oh, because she likes it. And he was like, but that doesn't make sense. And I was like, you're right, actually. It doesn't make sense. Because it's it a festival. Hadn't, hadn't occurred to me it's to It's a stand-up it. concert. Yeah. Um, it's in, super hot. It's super hot. Well, it depends. Yeah. Or rainy. Yeah. Which, tell you what, I don't do particularly well in either of those conditions. Yeah. 
Yeah. But here's the thing about Jazz Fest. As a person who cannot imagine going to a different music festival at mm-hmm. all, the things that I like about it, it's in a city. It's mm-hmm. in a city that I love. Right. It's and not you can, in the middle of nowhere. It's not in the middle of nowhere. You can take a cab there. You could, we walked from our hotel to Jazz Fest. It was mm-hmm. like 35 minutes. It was lovely. Like mm-hmm. you can actually like get there without taking a bus or some like, like some, you know, like being bussed out there in that way. Um, so it's in a city that you can genuinely experience. It ends at 7 p.m. Which is civilized. Incredibly civilized, yeah. which means you can leave, go take a shower, and go like out to dinner in New Orleans and eat at all of the wonderful restaurants that mm-hmm. exist in that town. There are so many different stages. Um, and most of them, it's it's like there's so many different things to see. So you can like hang around the gospel tent for a half an hour. You can go to like the brass band tent for 25 minutes. Like you can like bop around and I feel like I don't get bored yeah. by it or I don't feel like I'm trapped like watching one of the act on the stage, um, which I think is an experience people definitely have. What are the looks like at Jazz Fest? Well, the thing is the the like there's not like that much look, which okay. I also appreciate. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of like, a lot of like boomers mm-hmm. there, a lot of like families, yep. a lot of people like our age, mm-hmm. but like, it's just like a lot of everybody. Yep. It's be- and I think because it's in a city, you're not like camping out somewhere. It just attracts a very like mixed audience in that way. Um, also, the food at Jazz Fest itself is wonderful. I bet. What'd you have? Oh my gosh. Um, there are like fried clam po'boys mm-hmm. that are wonderful. Yeah. There are like fried oyster po'boys, mm-hmm. all of this. Um, there um, is a praline stuffed beignet that like wow. is, I don't know if you'd even like it. It's so, so sweet, sweet and it's so yeah. intense. I don't love pralines in general, but um, I do love beignets. This this like hot dish at Jazz Fest, which I admittedly have never had just because I conceptually do not understand why this is festival food or like why mm-hmm. you would want to eat this, is a crawfish pasta served in a little like bowl. Like the amount of people, the number of people eating pasta yeah, um, at an outdoor concert surprising. venue is is shocking to me. I haven't tried it. I probably should. Um, there's like a mango sorbet situation, like a mango freeze thing that's mm. very good. Um, there's strawberry lemonade with like actual strawberries in it. Mm. It's quite fantastic. Interesting. Um, I just highly endorse Jazz Fest. And also... You know, there are a lot of there. There are always headliner acts that are like mm-hmm. a thing for yeah, sure. Who was it this year? Um, Diana Ross was oh. there. Dave Matthews Band was there. The Rolling Stones were supposed to be there, but then there was you know health and wellness issues there. Oh. Um, Katy Perry was there the first weekend, so there are like big sort of and it's a pop. multiple week thing. It's two weekends, so okay. it's like Thursday through Sunday of two different weeks. Okay. Um, there, so there's like there are big headliners, yeah. but then there are also just like a bunch of people that you haven't seen or heard, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of local acts, which is just really special. That is special. Yeah, I just think it's great. People should go. I agree. Yeah. Um. Well, geez, it's going to be hard to top that in box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> We also forgot to talk about how hard I've been pitching you to make Box Cutter part of a recurring column. On, yeah, on one more thing. Yeah, the, our blog, the bed, our yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond blog. Yeah, no, we, do one thing, buy a box cutter. Yeah, it, it just um. So we yeah we have this thing called Do One Thing, and it's meant to be a small sort of life like home hack or life hack that would make things better. Like what's and an it, example I, of one? Um, what was a good example of one? Oh my gosh, why can I not think of any right now? 
um like find a space to put your shoes um like by the front of your you know door like make a like yeah. legit space for your shoes yeah. make um, a legit purchase of a box cutter it, okay so there are a few things um one buy a blank doesn't feel like <laughs> an actual like tip or trick i can't wait for my retirement party when you finally publish the buy a box cutter story <laughs> buy a blank which could be like buy a trash can like <laughs> You know what will make your home tidier? <laughs> Buy a garbage can. That's for sure. More than one percentage point. <laughs> okay, I've got something else. Tell that, me. That I don't know if it's a full percentage life improvement. Um, you know, not everything point. can be held to that incredibly high box But I would standard. say this is like at least half a percentage point of yeah, life it's improvement not a box for me. Idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started emailing Chris requests and asks of him or yeah. just like, things because you started to communicate with him via email that's right (laughs) which sounds unromantic but here's the thing i don't think it's even that it sounds unromantic it It is is fairly unromantic i don't email him romantic things if i have romantic things to say i normally say them in real life or maybe over text but the thing is especially when you have a kid but even beforehand like there's just so much that goes into like having a life together that as you know is like not fun that Logistics. Logistics and ultimately just sounds like nagging kind of no matter what way you put it. Yeah. Except when you put it in an email and then it's just like mostly free of tone and just adds to the to-do list that's already in somebody else's inbox. And it has just really improved, I think, the quality of our relationship when it comes to just like managing the household because it's just like it's in your email. I'm not texting you at the wrong time of day when you happen to be like stressed in a meeting. We're not talking about it when we get home from, you know, when you have limited time dinner. Yeah. It's just in your inbox. So what are you emailing him? Um, Could you please reorder checks? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Excellent example. Top notch example. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you, you know, I want to. Anything that starts with can you. Basically. Yeah. No, uh, basically, honestly, can you watch cam this day? Can yeah. you do this? Yeah. Um, and like sometimes it'll be like just a reminder that X, Y, Z is happening. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh, some and sometimes it's not a can you, but it's like a stressful question of like when should we do this thing? And it's like I know can use and when should we? That's right. Yeah, and it's like I know I you never know when the right time to bring those things up is, and it's usually never the right time. <laughs> so it just feels like at least if it's in his inbox, he can choose when to deal with it. And as you and I discussed on a previous episode, text is not an inbox. Text no. has this immediacy where you feel like you have, and to then it's like it. on him to like write it down to be like I have to deal with this or like remember that he has to talk to you about it or. Or then you to bring it up later and follow up exactly. to a text. Yeah, no, and it, there's just something really nice about emailing these things. And I feel like most of us sort of treat our inbox as a second to do list. Yeah, and so it just puts it right on his to do list for him. I feel great about it. I used to get so. How does he feel about it? Great, good. For years, I used to like text him shit or ask him things, and he'd be like, "Can you just email me?" And then one day, it just clicked. <laughs> after him, so asking. he's actually been trying to do this oh, life yeah. change for some time. No, I can take no credit for this. He'd always be like, "Can you email me?" And then it just really clicked. And then why ever do you since think I've you didn't want to before? Because it felt too impersonal, or because well, or, or, or like I wanted like, an answer you? right away. You know, oh. I had that like <laughs> false sense of urgency around yeah. things. And now I'm just like, just yes, just get it out of my to-do list. You just want to pop, like ping it from your to-do yeah. list to his to-do and list. Yeah, it was this false sense of urgency, and also just like, why would I email my husband? I don't do that. But yeah, now, totally. 
It's like you email me sometimes and I never email you back because I'm like, why would I respond to this email? I'm going to see you in like 20 minutes. Well, what do I email you about? Well, it's not even that you shouldn't email me, but like you emailed me something this morning. This Oh, I, for- well, I forward me a newsletter sometimes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a question in response to it. And but I was you like, weren't going like, to like, like write back and be like, what was the thing? Right. Yeah. I was like, I'll ask her. And yeah, I just, it rare, like even if I, normally I just slack you if I have anything to tell you or text yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, try it out. Try it out. Email your partner. Your significant other. Yeah. yeah. See how it goes. Let me know the percentage point your life improves. Um, okay. So we I feel like television shows end up coming up on these episodes a lot. Mm-hmm. And the one that I have been into lately is the other two. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch this. I highly encourage it. It's like one season. <clears throat> you're getting it at the right time. Yep. This is not a huge commitment. The premise is a sort of like Justin Bieber-esque 13-year-old gets suddenly very famous off mm-hmm. the back of a YouTube video that he does, music, YouTube music video um, for a song called Marry You at Recess. Love Marry that. You. The, it's obviously a you. A you. you understand. Yeah. I didn't need to say that to yeah. you. Um, and so the- Is other, this on Netflix, Hulu? Where can I watch this? Uh, Comedy Central. Oh, okay. So probably Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Or Comedy like Central. I have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy Central. I, you you keep saying it. like Comedy Central, like I have access to this <laughs> yeah, channel, I like know. I subscribe to live television. <laughs> All right. Back to Marry You at Recess. So back to Marry You at Recess. So uh, his name is Chase Dreams, yep, which is- great name effing fantastic just wonderful Mm -hmm. just so good yeah and the other two in this case are his two significantly older siblings who are like in their late 20s uh the sister is um brooke is a a former dancer who's now trying to figure out what her life is okay and the brother um is an aspiring actor who's like trying to book a commercial where he like farts um (laughs) like that's actually what's going on um and it is just like highly entertaining in all of the ways you sort of expect it to be um, Molly Shannon plays the mom. Ken oh. Marino plays the Scooter Braun-esque agent. Mm. Um, Wanda Sykes is like eventually like the manager. Like they're like these, but the main characters themselves you haven't seen before, which is kind of nice too. Um, the names of the, like the songs themselves and the music videos for the songs are just great. The second song that comes out is called Gay Brother that like is outing his brother or not like, mm-hmm. you know, the brother's out, but like yeah. putting it out there into the world. Um, and the third song is called Stink and the like uh, chorus is Dance Until You Stink. Um, and it's just... <laughs> Are they catchy songs? They're catchy in that like lulzy way right. um, of being like, yes, this sounds exactly like what you would expect to have for this 13 year old um, so this isn't like nashville where we'll all be listening to them on spot no i don't think okay. so um but they're just like it's like quick and like mm-hmm. smart in in those particular ways i don't know it's highly entertaining i, I would totally watch well and show. it's like also there's something about um the way that his rise is portrayed mm-hmm. that like i feel like was a thing that i didn't get out of and this is again a, a, like a weird comparison a star is born like <laughs> did you see a star is born no of it's too sad not. i will never see a okay. star is born well basically the transition of yeah. the lady gaga character yeah. from like a sort of like country crooner type mm-hmm. to a pop star felt like really uncompelling and okay. disingenuous for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons um to me at least and here it's like very like you're laugh out happen. loud and you're like oh my god yes that is exactly what would happen or that's how it would be done or like you know there are nods right. to one direction or there are okay. nods to and all, the other thing that's sort of charming is that that chase dreams mm-hmm. is likable okay um he's not a little dick he's like actually a charming it's like justin kid. bieber was at some point yeah totally yeah, yeah, yeah. totally 100 percent. i'm into it i will totally watch it. yeah please do um, <clears throat> my next one is my next thing is not in 10 things because one, it's a mass item, but mostly because it's a gripe. Yeah. Tell me. Um, as you know, I've been talking about Thomas's English muffins for a long time. 
Gosh, you have. They were my number one pregnancy craving. I will say over and over again, they are the best grocery store bread product on the shelves. Wow. Not even best English muffin. Not even Mm -mm. best English bread product. Best grocery store bread product. Hands down. Yeah. And the first thing they did to offend me was that they sent Chrissy Teigen a care package when she had her baby. And it was like personalized English muffins. They had blueberry English muffins, which you can't even get in real life. Wow. Um, and this was much like when Haagen-Dazs started sending around. Did like, you say Haagen-Dazs? How do you say it? Haagen-Dazs. You, you put the, em- <laughs> there was like an emphasis on the Z or something. I don't know. It was interesting. It was much like when Hagen does. Yeah. It was like Hagen does. <laughs> started sending out. Yeah. They started sending out care packages to influencers like Roxanne Gay among them. I can't them, believe but not how me. often you've thrown Roxanne Gay <laughs> under the bus about this. It's it's like truly rude. But keep well, going. And then Hagen does sent one to Chrissy Teigen, and I was pretty upset about that. But I was like, whatever. I don't understand it, but that's fine. I will continue to purchase <laughs> this product. And then a couple weeks ago, I'm listening to one of my very favorite podcasts, Call Your Girlfriend. Thomas's English Muffins is straight up advertising on podcasts now, and they're advertising on Call Your Girlfriend, and we have not gotten a call. We've not gotten a call. And as you can tell, Claire's been waiting by the phone. I am pissed. I honestly, literally nobody talks about Thomas's English Muffins because they're an English muffin. Yeah. And everybody thinks he's like raising their hands and being like, oh, but bays. Bays are the good English muffin. No. No. Thomas's are, and I'm the only one saying so, and nobody's, they're not giving us advertising dollars, and I'm pissed. And now I, I don't want their advertising dollars. No, you do. I think you, I, <laughs> I bet you do. Because I also heard from Amina that along with the dollars came a big shipment of Thomas's oh English muffins. Oh my gosh. Wow. You really want it, huh? I do. So anyway, I just yet again feel um, burned by a mass yeah, grocery scorned. store. <laughs> scorned. Scorned yeah. by the refrigerator and freezer section of your local grocery store. That's right. Wow. Yeah. This is rough. I'm sorry. Well, just freezer and dry Ref- goods because Thomas's are in the fr- fridge section. They're not? No, Bay's, I think, are in the fridge oh. section, but Thomas's are just like a dr- in the bread, bread aisle. Bread aisle. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that was me just, you that know, was letting, letting Thomas's know I am one of their like 300 Instagram followers <laughs> too. <laughs> so we're here when you're ready. We have some ad inventory available, probably not until like 2021, but like, let's talk. <laughs> um. Something on a uh, gluten-free note, because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's yeah, one other way right to score in Thomas, Thomas's yeah. English muffins mm-hmm. is to not even talk about bread anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that the best gluten-free menu in all of New York City is at Ruby Rosa, a pizza restaurant. Gosh, that just made me so hungry. Didn't it? So Ruby Rosa, like, I have a lot of thoughts about Ruby Rosa that I don't need to necessarily get into in the context <laughs> mm-hmm. of this conversation. But I went there recently and was reminded that they have an entire gluten-free menu that they give you. Like, you're wow. like, oh, do you have a, like, what's gluten-free? And they're yeah. like, oh, here's an entire menu of pizza and pasta that is gluten-free. Rice brawls that are made of with gluten-free breadcrumbs. Like, huh. whole thing. Um, Caesar salad. Like, everything that you as a gluten-free person feel like you aren't allowed to, <laughs> to, to order What did you is have? There. Um, what did I have? I had some sort of pasta, like I had spaghetti of some sort and a Caesar salad. Um, I had like something very sort of classic, Mm -hmm. like red sauce Italian um, that was very satisfying. Um, I also had a glass of their sparkling rosé, which our friend Lindsay says is her like favorite sparkling rosé in all of New York, which is a bold statement. Lindsay's known to make bold statements, so it's hardly surprising. But so we had that and we sat at the bar and it was very lovely. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Well, I think that concludes this episode of... Things you can't put in 10 things. That's right. I love it. Thanks for being here. Bye. That's the show. 
This has been a production of Dear Media. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. And hey, leave us a review. Follow us at Of A Kind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at ofakind.com. To advertise on our podcast, that's advertising at ofakind.com. Our intro music is Butterfield East, is performed and written by the Soulful Saints. 